It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Please take your Bibles, if you would, turn to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, and we're going to begin reading in verse number 1. Now, we've been dealing on this thought of justification by faith. So where we begin to build here, in verse number 1, we're building on everything we have already been dealing with. From chapters uh, 3 and chapter 4, we're going to build on the whole truth Paul's been dealing with, which is justification by faith Alone, But notice what he says here in verse number 1 of chapter 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience, experience, and experience, hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled we shall be saved by His life. And not only so, but we also joy in God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. If you read a, a, a lot by different commentators or even by Schofield, you'll see they, they put seven results of justification in on this, on this segment of Scripture. But the first thing that we see here is that we can have peace with God. Now, if you remember back from chapters 1 and one through 3, we are under the wrath of God. That sin that we've lived in, that sin nature that we has, it's separated us from God. It's, it's that spiritual death that it has created. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. So here we, we find that while we have sin, by justification, when we're made just as if we've never sinned, we can have peace with God where once all we deserved, all we were ready to be served, was judgment. I want to ask you this question, are you at peace with God? See, there's a lot of people that maybe in some way, shape, or form, that they're, they're trying to get their own way to heaven, and but they, they never are at peace with God. You ask them, do you know for sure where you're going to go when you, when, when you die? Do you know where you're going to spend eternity? And they'll say, well, I, I hope I'm going to go to heaven, or... I hope, you know, you know, maybe I'll, I'll make it because of this or because of that. 
but they have no peace. They don't truly know. Listen, salvation is not something to be playing around with. If you are going to make it to heaven, you better know that you know that you know that you've been born again. You better know that you've been justified by God. You better know that you are going to go there when you die. And if you don't have that surety, if you don't have that peace in your life, then my friends, you better check up. God gives us His Word. God gives us all everything here that we've been reading. It's all here to show us the truth. To show us that without God, we have no hope. But with God, we have hope. And there's a way to peace with God. And it is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said that I am the door. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. There is no other way, no other name written, or I'm, I'm going to misquote it here if I'm not careful. There's, there's no other name given among, given under heaven whereby we must be saved. I did misquote that a little bit, but Jesus Christ is the only way to, to God. Jesus Christ is the only one that will give us peace with God. If you don't have that peace with God, then I would challenge you to get in the Word of God and find it. God doesn't intend for you to live out of fear. God wants you to know. And if you don't know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're going to go to heaven, then there's an issue somewhere. And you need to find the answer. I don't believe we've got a lot of time left. I believe Christ is coming back soon. But whether he does or not, there's a judgment day set for each and every one of us as we've already dealt with at some length here at the beginning of Romans. Your judgment day is set and if you die, if you were to, and God forbid this happen, but if you were to have an accident today or or drop dead of a heart attack, it happens all the time. If something like that were to happen to you today, do you know where you would spend eternity. You see, ever since salvation, I've got peace with God. I'm not worried. I'm not scared. I know where I'm going to go when I die, and it's not because of anything I've done. If it was because of anything I had done, I wouldn't have been able to make it. I wouldn't have qualified. But because I was willing to put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ, just like the previous chapter told us, that if we put our faith in Christ, that faith will be counted unto us for righteousness. And God will impute that righteousness to our account. And so therefore we can be at peace with God. If you want that peace, I'm here to tell you today that you can have that peace with God. If you are willing to submit to the Scripture... If you're willing to admit that you're a sinner, if you're willing to put your full faith and trust in Christ. Another result of this justification is that we're, we're justified by faith, faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. But he goes on to say, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. We have access. Access to God in prayer. 
I don't know what that means to you, but I know what it means to me. You see, before salvation, we can't pray. We have no access to God. We have no way to get to God. We can pretend like we're doing it. We can send up prayers, so to speak, but God's not listening to them. But in Christ, the Son of God, when I, when I am, once we are in Christ, once we've been justified by Christ, once that separation between us and God has been made right, where we have peace with God, we've been justified now, now we have access, and we can go, and I believe it's um, maybe James that tells us that we have boldness to enter into that throne, throne of grace, to obtain grace to, um, to obtain grace to find, I'm sorry, to obtain mercy to find grace to help in time of need. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, because of what He did for us on the cross, it gives us access by faith to God, where we can go to Him in prayer because of Christ's sacrifice. You know, that's something that ought to make a big difference, and it's it doesn't so much. It doesn't mean a lot to a lot of us anymore. Prayer ought to be a defining mark, a defining characteristic of a Christian. Look at Jesus' life in the New Testament, and you'll find it was a defining mark in his life. He would pray all the time, often. Paul prayed all the time, fasted much of the time. Many times, I believe is how he said it, or he said it in fastings oft, I think is how he puts it. Prayer ought to be a big defining mark between a Christian and, a, and a, um, just somebody out in the world. Do you pray? Do you make use of the access that you have to God? Honestly, I'm probably stepping more on my toes than I am even on and some of you listening, maybe. But this ought to be real to us. And see, when we're justified by God, when we believe in Christ by faith, it opens the door to a relationship that we can have with God that we never were able to have before. Now we have new life on the inside of us where I can communicate with God and God communicates with me. I have access. I can go to Him anytime I want, anytime I have a need. I can get before that throne room. I can obtain that grace to help in time of need. I can find mercy before Him. Do we avail ourselves of that access of God by faith? Because we've been justified by Christ's blood, we now have access. But he goes on to say, and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. I don't, I can't say I understand everything about that phrase. But salvation, we have a blessed hope of Christ's one day coming return. We have, uh, we ought to have a rejoicing, a joy in God. It becomes, it's just part, part in our life. When we begin to have that access to God, we enjoy to get around Him. And we enjoy to see Him glorified. And we, we can... We can read on here in verse number 3. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. Knowing that tribulation worketh patience. And patience experience. And experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed. I'm going to stop reading there for a moment. Another defining mark of the Christian. 
is this glory in tribulations. Now that sounds awful weird. But God gives us trials to help us to grow. And as we learn more of Him, as we draw closer to Him, we realize He's not going to ever give us more than what we can handle. We know that when He works these things in us, when He allows bad things to happen in our lives, it's always for a reason. It works patience in us. That patience experience, that experience hope. And you can go from a point where once you were worried to death, scared, sick, and you just didn't know what to do, and then you begin, as, as you begin to get closer to God, you realize, you know, God's always came through. He's always going to come through. I don't have to worry. It's in control. And there comes this hope. Hope that says, I wonder what He's going to do this time. I wonder how He's going to bring this to pass in, our, in my life this time. You know, what, what, what's He going to do to work out this situation? A Christian has a totally different response to trials than the unbeliever does. We have a God that we can trust in. We have access to Him in prayer. and We have power in prayer to, to be able to talk to Him and, and, and get answers from Him. We ought to thank God for all He's done for us. Christ's sacrifice on the cross gave us so much more than we could ever comprehend. When I got saved, I was five years old. I didn't know a whole lot. I just knew that if I, I hadn't accepted Christ, and the Lord worked in my heart, letting me know that if I, unless I accepted Him, I would die and go to hell. I knew that much. That's all I knew. But it was enough. And I accepted Christ sometime after that. I don't know exactly how long after that. I don't have a date like some people do. But there was a time where I knelt before God and asked Him to save me. And He did. And I can tell you that I've received so much more from Him than I've ever been able to give Him. He's been good to me. And I want those of you listening to find the same of God that I have been able to find of Him. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email back to the book broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org.